What's up, everyone, and welcome back to ANR Gaming. I am Hebrew Hammer, and I'm joined by Pika, of course, this week for a special episode. What's up, dude? What's going on? And then, of course, I have Dehooch, as always. What's up, man? And we have Chewburger also. Just kidding. He's not here at all. We... Damn. Oh, that's right. I was going to go straight to the... For some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, I always go straight to, he died. Sorry, guys. But that was pretty terrible. So. <laughs> well, I just feel bad for everybody who is, you know, listening now and expecting to hear this, you know, extremely comforting Australian accent has to listen to, like, my high-pitched ass. No, dude, I can, I can cover them with the Australian accent. Well, I can do a shitty throw Australian shoot- accent if we want. There you go, yeah. I'll throw some shoops really, on really. the barbie for you. <laughs> oh, it's the, like uh, he's here, dude. No, no. So what, what is actually really hilarious is I've been trying to practice a crappy Australian accent, mm-hmm. and I've been doing it kind of crocodile hunter style because... Uh, can I ask and, why you've been practicing it? Because okay, I'm going to get into that. Okay. So my brother and and my oldest daughter and I we like sometimes just sit and chat in discord you mm-hmm. know throughout the day and stuff my brother always manages to be out and about and his signal and connection it's just crap it's just always crap so we started to turn it into like a nature like a wildlife kind of documentary thing right so that I started going oh right, look there he is 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 we found a Michael in his natural habitat. <laughs> that was actually about. pretty good right there. It wasn't yeah, bad. Out, out and about, you can't hear a damn thing he's saying. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, watch carefully. I like how you automatically, yeah, went to a nature show too. That's that casual Australian racism that she was always talking about, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he says it doesn't, or we say it doesn't exist, but I guess we're wrong. I guess we can kiss that like Foster's beer sponsorship goodbye at this point. Right? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I feel like they'd lean right into that and be like, "Yeah, that is us for sure." Although you know, it's really good. The other day, we when she was streaming, we were trying to do. He was trying to do like a Kiwi accent. Oh, trying. You, he succeeds he, in doing a Kiwi accent. Yeah, no, no, no. He was doing a Kiwi, and I, I'm. We were we were talking about doing a Kiwi accent, and like my whole thing was like the way you have to do a Kiwi accent. Like I really want to try that now, and I'm terrible at it. I don't even. No, I think I tried one and he said it sounded like I was, oh, South African. Mm. And because uh, I was talking about my dick. Because that's, <laughs> that that, that sounds... was not bad, actually, either. But, but the way bad. I said it at the point, he was like, dude, that sounds South African. Like, it happens. Like when you try to go from Kiwi to, South, to Kiwi, some people hit South African. <laughs> like, that wow, that's that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well. I feel like for me, I couldn't. I could never do that. We we do have a podcast, by the way, people. But yes, let, yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll get there shortly. Yeah, for me, like I feel like I can never do that because you have to be like X amount of a good person, and like I feel like that threshold is high to do a Kiwi accent. I feel like to do it properly because they're just so <laughs> innately good. I feel like I I, I I couldn't imagine a Kiwi person doing anything wrong in my entire life. I just love hearing Taika Waititi explain, of course, his in, his like the influence of Korg and giant you know um what new zealand men Mm -hmm. massive who have this really like tender voice and personality but it just just sets you off guard just like i don't know whether to be scared or or what (laughs) that's basically yeah that's basically what i I think he needs to do like a one-off like birds in the bees podcast where just he explains like everything sexual to children you know, just in his nice little tone. I, I think that there's a market for that. There could be. Korg explains sex. Yes, exactly. 
that is a that is a weird like probably the weirdest stint uh into a, a different type of marketing that marvel has ever done i would say that but if there's any franchise in the world that could do it it's probably marvel so i'll give it to him for that are you Just saying towards... they could pull it off i i think uh I feel like there's some kind of sexual undertone there that I just don't want to step on, <laughs> given oh what God. we were just talking about. You off. Oh, there <laughs> so, was. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm going to leave that. So, guys, we do have a podcast, and surprisingly enough, it's about gaming, um, and it's actually about everything nerdy, everything gaming, and everything awesome. There we go. I got it eventually. Oh god. That was pretty close. I might cut that out cuz it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. We'll see. <laughs> All right, anyways, you can check us out for extra perks for our patrons um who honestly you got to love our sense of humor to become our patrons obviously. But if you're interested in it, patreon.com/anrpod and if you want to hang out with us and talk to us more, you can join up at our Discord at discord.me forward slash A-N-R. Boom. I remembered nice. all that. Nice. Um, that. But yeah, uh, like I said, we talk about gaming, and that's what we're about to do. So, Hooch, you want we're to lead us about, through? We're going to talk about a little bit more than gaming. You said all things gaming and all things nerdy, right? And all, and all, all things, things awesome. And all things awesome. Yes. Exactly. I said it, like, so good, too. I'm going to like go back in and record that and put in like a really awesome version of it. It's going to be like, so nope. obviously spliced in. Cut that out. <laughs> it's just going to be, really be Chu saying it and I spliced it in for my voice. <laughs> nice. That works. That totally works. Well, whichever uh, one you want to start off with, the nerdy, the awesome, or the gaming, go ahead. How about we do none of that and start with things that aren't awesome? So you Uh-oh. guys know there's an Aliens TV show coming out, right? That right? sounds pretty awesome. Right, that sounds pretty awesome. But what was the what was one of the best things about Aliens and and the Alien franchise altogether? What Aliens? Ellen Ripley. Ellen Ripley will not be fo- the focus of the Aliens TV series. But I mean, I, does that was that like super surprising? Because I feel like that's not really surprising to me, at least. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. They've had like it's... twenty Alien movies now, and she's been in what two of them? No, she, okay, she was in Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, uh, she was Alien in three? Resurrection. No, uh, she wasn't in Resurrection. Was yes, she? she was. She was in Resurrection along with, I believe, it was Winona Ryder. Well, what does she have to do with it? No, I'm just saying it doesn't. She doesn't have anything to do with it. But I'm just saying, like, she was in it. Was Renee you know? Ryder conscious during that filming? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a better question. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confused faces abound. Well, either way, it, that's still even then that puts her in the minority of the shows. I'd say. She, no, because there were only like what five or six alien movies. Mm-mm. Yeah. There's more than that. There's more than that. There's like nine, uh, I think. Uh, no, not as Don't an alien. Make franchise. me Google this right now. Google, I dare you to Google it. There can't be more. Okay, so you have uh. So you have the first one, right? Alien, aliens, but alien, no three, way this alien resurrection. Be an hour long. <laughs> it's totally going to be an hour long. I'm going to I'm going to move us on shortly after this. But you, so you, you have those, right? And then you have what? Uh, well, are you adding the alien versus predators in there also? Of course, if yeah. it has oh, alien in the title, alien in it. All right, so you have one. You have one that's aliens versus predator. Like uh, mm-hmm. somebody, look it up. Look it up. I I, I there can't be more. Okay, okay. I'll take uh, over five seven. and under nine. All right. Okay. Over. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's fine. Hooch, what was yours? 
what was mine? Oh, it's definitely over five and under nine. No, no, no. Pike is right. But oh, come on, you it, can't. It, it's Pike's can't always. I'm saying. Right. I'm saying. I'm saying it's no more than six. I'm saying it's no more. No than more six. than six. Okay. No more. Yeah. Well, yeah. it is seven with Predator. Boom. Predator. See, I don't count AVP. But anyway. Oh, that. All right. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. That That's is fine. convenient when you lost without selective it. deletion. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's like there's no such thing as Mortal Kombat uh, uh, Annihilation. Annihilation. Right? Yeah. It got annihilated. It doesn't exist. Sure. We'll go with that. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways, for the alien... I mean, I don't even know. If the, well, the last couple of movies were super weird for aliens. They were so terrible. I need to figure out, like, if this is even going to be good to begin with. And especially since... I mean, I will say, like, she was obviously an amazing character. Yeah. So like I wouldn't I certainly wouldn't have been upset if it was focusing around her. I'm just not really surprised that it isn't. But uh yeah, like I I can't say that like I'm like, oh my fucking god, I can't wait for this to come out. But Well the uh, good thing is is the um the creator is basically saying like, yeah, we're not gonna focus on her because she is a great character and her story's been told and they don't want it back. Right, and they probably couldn't afford her back for a TV show. Oh, wow. I don't know. Have you seen her in anything else recently? Dude, uh, that's because she's, like, huddled up in her fucking mansion, probably. No, Sigourney Weaver was just in something, and I can't remember. Dude, Sigourney Weaver's in whatever she wants, dude. She's Hollywood royalty. I don't know. I feel like he, she could be had on the cheap. But I'm glad that she is, like, <laughs> retired from the Alien franchise. I feel like once you've birthed an alien, you get, like, a free pass to, like, ride the rest of that franchise out. <laughs> See, I told you I that agree. was an alien resurrection. Uh, yeah, uh, that's. I mean, that's fine. If, if oh, oh, I say because I said that she wasn't in that. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Um, you got one win out of there. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, I can't believe we're still on Alien. No, we're <laughs> one of our topics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, fine. I'm gonna aliens. Fine. Aliens coming out of it, does, and it doesn't all have right. her in it. The end. <laughs> all right, all right. So what? We're we're on aliens. Everything's come off the rails. I'm gonna hobble and cobble this thing back together like a Lego set, using Segway. a brand new app, <laughs> an AI powered app that they have, where you can take a picture of a bunch of Legos, and it will give you suggestions of things that you can make with those Legos. That is honestly pretty fucking cool, dude. So and, it is. Uh-huh. But here's part of the things like, what happened to the creativity, man? That's dude, my there, thing. What? Come on, guy. Was there ever that much creativity when dude, Legos? You, no, 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 no. Here, here's where I need to jump in because you don't have kids. I the mean, I do The creativity comes into play whenever your child comes to you and says, Daddy? Will mm-hmm. you please make a dinosaur out of Legos with a Hot Wheels track running through him? The fuck? And you Your have kids to look into demanding. his eyes. What the hell? His big, beautiful blue eyes and say, yes, I will. And then you've got to make that bastard. You've got to make that dinosaur with the Hot Wheels track running through his body. See, Pika's a much better dad than I am. I'd look at my kid and go, daddy can't do that. Yeah, about I would have I would have folded immediately on that too. I would have said, "No, you figure that one out yourself." If you're, if you I've got pictures. That. I built that son of a bitch. Oh my god! We we see. I genuinely want to see that picture now. Just see, but that's I just know what it. That that, looks like. That's Pika's creativity coming in, mm-hmm. right? 
All yeah, that, that's all not that fair. Awesome. You're, yeah, you're really creative and like aesthetically yeah. driven. We're not. No, we're just kind of lazy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I am accepting. Lazy. <laughs> so that's why I'm I'm kind of on the fence with this thing, right? Uh-huh. It's it's oh, it's available now. It's called Bricket. It's on right. iOS, right? Right. We all have iPhones. Uh, we, we came across the ish, this issue earlier where some of us were yeah. unable to. This isn't the Diablo yeah. seminar. Yeah, we do yeah, have exactly. iPhones. We, we all do have, have iPhones. So, <laughs> but but uh, but you just you just throw your Legos in a pile, and I'm like, okay, I'm not creative enough to take a look at this and go, ah, I can make this thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that idea of being able to look at it and get some suggestions and then follow the instructions to put it together. But you're right, there's no creativity in that there's no exploring what you can do with the pieces and put them together and come up with really weird looking things that you say this is a spaceship and exactly i disagree i disagree because all right on on these this basis a first of all like i was obviously like i got me some legos when i was younger but like it was like here's the set of legos this is what you build here's the directions build it like there wasn't that much creativity involved like you build your set and then you're done um, I don't know if maybe, maybe like I was the weird one by not fucking destroying it afterwards and then making something else. I don't know, but I feel like no one I know ever did that. That's obviously very anecdotal, but that that's no my one, reality. No one, you know, ever just like put stuff together with Legos randomly. I'm just saying like whenever I was a kid, like all my friends, like whenever we like got Lego sets, we built the lego set that we got and that was it like it it, then that lego set existed till the end of time or if it broke you tried to rebuild that same thing i i I have never experienced someone just trying to like make up new shit out of legos that's Um, the thing i've noticed lately is more and more lego sets like when i was growing mm -hmm. up you didn't have lego sets that were uh you know, based on an IP where it was a defined thing that you had specific pieces to put together. Your Lego, you did have some of that stuff. Let me take that back. You did have Lego sets, but they weren't as um, proprietary with like a lot of the pieces and things now, like you see now, where it's like, no, you have this specific piece shaped like this. Why? Because it is the piece of the cockpit for the X Wing that there are no other Lego shapes that match this. <laughs> you know, it's like this specific piece goes right here for this specific Lego set. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I definitely think that even since I was young, like creativity has been fostered more and more genuinely because I think that there's just more outlets for that to be like a profitable thing now, um, like a more easily profitable thing now, I guess. But um, I don't, anyways, back to what I was saying originally though, like, I don't think it's a bad thing because you don't have to choose to make their things. Like just because it gives you suggestions out of what you have doesn't mean you have to do that. You can say "fuck this shit," I'm gonna build my yeah. own stuff afterwards. Yeah, that's, but why would you? It's that's definitely great. fair. Yeah, but it's great for giving someone who isn't as creative, which I, I feel like is you know probably at least half the population, if if not more, that just looks at it and is like shit. Either you know it's probably like a parent or something that's just like fuck, I'm too tired for this. Or B, I just don't have the aptitude for this shit. So they get all the nonsense and build it that way. That's definitely fair. So full disclosure, like I was a hardcore Lego kid. Like I... (laughs) You're a Lego maniac? Oh, I was a maniac. Like I loved Legos. I loved building. 
I would have like weekends where I just dumped out all of the Legos I owned all over my bedroom floor. It was a sea of Lego. I have little like foot spots where you like you could step without stepping on Legos so that like you get in and out of the <laughs> room. Path. But yeah. other than that, it was covered in Legos. It was like, give me Legos in a box of like Swedish fish and like you won't see me for three days. Thought you were about to say, give me Legos or give me death. <laughs> oh, Lord. pretty close. So, like, I grew up like hardcore Legos. So, like, I, I have a foundation of like building and like how to put things together. And once I put like a mm-hmm. set together once, that thing was never going back together. Like, it was demolished into a million pieces, and I was building like a Death Star out of it. Like, whatever it was, it w- it was not what it was going to be. You know, after its original build. Mm-hmm. So, do you see how that is like? But I mean, like, look at the career that you have, though. That is like oh. so right in line with what you do it's the way my brain works exactly 100 percent. but like my wife on the other hand she never played with legos as a kid but she's really begun to enjoy them as an adult and just the the experience of following the instructions and putting it together just sort of that like model building yeah she really enjoys that but if you gave her a pile of legos just broken up pieces in front of her Mm -hmm. like she's not going to be able to build much from that just organically whereas like yeah me like that's a fucking challenge let's go like we're gonna do this like are they gonna battle whenever we build like wh- whatever <laughs> it is like i'm ready like i'm in it let's do See, this I'm, I'm your wife dude i'm basically I could build your a, wife so. i could build a wall <laughs> so like i would never use this app bringing this full circle back to like the topic at hand i would never mm-hmm. use this like it would it would hurt my soul to like surrender my creative <laughs> like juices to the ai like i can't do that but fair enough having said that i downloaded that some bitch to see if it can deliver <laughs> did it? i have the bricket app oh did you just download yeah. it to try yeah, later it's on available. Yeah. okay yeah. i gotcha well i think i mean no matter what i think it's impressive to say the very least i would agree if it worked if it, i'm gonna tell you if it, tell what, you, right you have now. not tried it that yo oh I mean, i've tried it right Oh, you have. It, it does. Have. It doesn't work. So it'll identify the pieces, but I've yet to get it to actually give me any recommendations based on the pieces that it scans. Like it scanned and identified sixty-five pieces. I think was the most I got it to recognize, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. gave me zero recommendations on something to build. Okay, so Skynet mm. isn't coming for us yet. Correct. No. <laughs> this, AI, this, this is a poor AI. <laughs> All right, is, we're still safe, people. It, Aren't this, you? <laughs> I feel like that's this, something to be like comforted by nowadays. Whenever technology is still, you're like, how in 2021, how is this still shit? At the same time, you're like, all right, I got at least like a God. solid 20 years. Left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about worried. it now. If my fucking yes. remote doesn't work right now in 2021, I'm still solid for a while. <laughs> yes, we have we have a quite a bit of time. It feels like before the AI comes and becomes our master. Exactly. However, we do not have very long until we get to see Masters of the Universe. Revelation like Part like 1. Revelation Part 1 official trailer dropped. <laughs> Did you guys watch this? Thing? I mean, I like we talked about this the other week as far as like when it was first teased. I <laughs> do not know this franchise. <laughs> I do not give a shit about this franchise. What the fuck I is am, this franchise? I am going to keep driving He-Man and Masters of the Universe down your throat until you watch this thing and love it. Because <laughs> it is part of my childhood. 
and I spent hours playing with He-Man characters, watching the He-Man TV show, and just anything He-Man, I was there. Okay, so how many, how old are you, Hooch? 47. Okay, you've got, uh, so I'm 35, you got a few, you got a couple years on me. Mm -hmm. I definitely had a He-Man action figure that much I can remember. Mm -hmm. I never watched the TV show, and I have, like, borderline no recollection of half of what I saw in that trailer. I know, because it's great. No, uh, <laughs> This character's existence for me lives within memes, like things constantly <laughs> making fun of him. That's it. <laughs> He-Man uh, was a TV show I remember vividly when I was 10 years old. So that means it was airing heavily in 1984. Uh, it was... I, I can't even describe what it, how, how, like, corny it was. But I started now, that up. But yeah. people that are my age, which is, which is, like, perfect for the wheelhouse of Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin. We grew up watching this shit because they're just slightly older than I am. This, so for them to bring this back and to put it on Netflix, I mean, can you at least admit that the animation doesn't look horrible? It reminds me a lot of Invincible. I, I just still don't even why is this name made up of two masculine pronouns? He-Man? Uh, yeah. Because it was He-Man. <laughs> He-Man. <laughs> but did, did the, I, actually, I don't even remember if they called him He-Man in it. That's why it's called Masters of the Universe, not He-Man. The actual show was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Okay, so th is this He Man's in this one? I assume still, right? He Man is the main. They just character. wanted it to be more inclusive with the with yes. the other group as well. Or well, that was the great thing is because in the show, in in the universe, He Man is an alter ego or whatever alter identity of um uh oh my god, and I can't remember his name. Uh, Do they have a anyway, she woman? The uh, they have Shira. You it's I pretty know close. I know you've heard of She-Ra. Pretty fucking. I've I've not heard of She-Ra, but that sounds okay. at least pretty close, uh, name wise, okay. as the opposite. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, the 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 prince Prince Adam is a really small. He was the small guy, the kid, the kid like um, character who was trying to put the sword together or whatever at one point. Um, Basically, you as a ten year old. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. So the way. It works is there is a sorceress who gives him the power to become He-Man through the sword that he has. Um, and it's like they, they, they didn't, even though his name was like super masculine, they had very strong female characters. Mm -hmm. um, because you had her, you, oh, you, had, you, had, you had the sorceress, you had Tila, you had like one of the villains, Evelyn, you... You had like just so many different um, characters that it did a bunch of different stuff. And I think that's what they're trying to bring back really and focus a lot on that with the Masters of the Universe show. I, I think for me, as I said, it just, it just scratches that itch of nostalgia. I know um, it's in semi-good hands with Kevin Smith because he loves the, the source material. He said Hasbro's been on board. I looked at the animation from the trailer, which is like the most we've seen mm -hmm. since it's been announced. And I immediately get kind of like that feel where it's that that Americanized kind of anime style, like mm -hmm. we saw with Invincible and stuff like that. And it didn't look corny or, or, or gamey. Plus, it's got Mark Hamill as Skeletor. I mean, 
I mean, fair. But I feel like this is definitely going to be one of those shows where, like, you are going to sit down and watch it, and your kids are going to be like, your younger kids are going to be like, what the fuck is this? No, I think they're going to love it. Well, well, we'll you do see, need we'll to watch the toys that made us because I'm 95 percent sure they did a whole like episode on He-Man in Masters of the Universe. Oh, nice, good. The toys that made us. Is yes. That a... Okay. I assume that's a TV series about uh, toys from the past, correct? So it's on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, you have to. It's awesome. Fuck! Now um, I gotta watch this show. You do. You have to binge it. It's fantastic. Toys that made us. How many episodes? Plug. I think there are two seasons. I think each season Ooh. has four or five episodes, and each oh, one okay. is like 45 minutes. Fuck, dude. That's, that's, a, that's a big boy. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. It's worth it. I think the first one is the Star Wars toys from like whenever Star Wars premiered. I'm, I'm down for that shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember when I watched Empire, the Str- Empire Strikes Back uh, in the movie theater. The minute we ran home, I popped off the head of my Darth Vader and threw Han Solo in a glass of water and put him in the freezer. I learned that day. I learned that day that you don't put glass in a freezer. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if you ever like looked back on that day and said, fuck, like those toys would have been worth a lot of money if I didn't do that. Uh, They would have, they would have never been like, and it never would have like, they would have never would have lasted. Like I had GI Joe toys. I had all those classic toys. Yes. Transformers, GI Joe, um, you know, Star Wars and stuff like that. I had all those toys. They never lasted because they weren't important to us. Collecting wasn't a thing for us back then. No. Okay. So GI Joe, Ninja Turtles, Ooh, and yeah. the Ghostbusters toys. <laughs> That's what's up. I know of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters but I have not seen their toys. I mean, obviously, I've watched Ghostbusters, but yeah. I think you know uh, of Go- saying I know of Ghostbusters. Sorry, I I, sh- is- I, know I know Ghostbusters. I I should not say I know of. I know Ghostbusters. I've seen. Was it three? They have three movies, right? About to be four. Uh, well, yeah, there are three. That's true. Two of them are bad. One what? one of them is good. <laughs> hey, hey, Ghostbusters two brought us Vigo. <laughs> I don't remember who that is. The Scourge of Carpathia. I remember. Oh I remember Slimer. I also remember there was like a TV show I saw like at least yes. a couple of episodes mm-hmm. of where like Slimer was like a like a good guy or something, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There was the the there are actually two Ghostbusters cartoons. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, yes, the first one had nothing to do with the actual show then there was another or the movie then there was another one that was called the real ghostbusters no hilarious you had they had to specify that it was the real i don't even remember the fake ghostbusters one i just remember the real ghostbusters all i know is i don't know how the fuck we got here from masters of the universe dude because we're talking about old i know exactly how we got here yeah old school tv shows that's right yeah, that's 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 how it goes. Right, you, <laughs> that's uh, where it uh, ends. <laughs> yeah, we're bouncing all over the place. I mean, we, we started talking about aliens. We went to Legos. We went to old school TV shows. I'm uh, never going to be allowed back. But, oh. <laughs> Dude, after what we covered before the show, too, like we've literally been everywhere. Like we've talked about everything today. Exactly. So, <laughs> speak, speaking of things that are old and being resurrected. Uh, EA Play is on a is on is in the news a lot lately because uh, they're well of course there's the EA Play show coming up on July 22nd. Everybody Mm -hmm. has their own freaking digital conference now. Yeah, for sure. This is ridiculous. But But some, I mean, like 
if any of them are deserving of it, like EA at least has a big enough like catalog to have it make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too bad most of their stuff sucks. What doesn't? I'm suck? not going to disagree with that. But yeah, <laughs> no, not what, at all. What What doesn't suck is uh, Dead Space. Dead Space did not suck. Dead Space and, was awesome, dude. Yeah, exactly. So awesome that it is being remade by EA Motive, the team that brought us uh, was it Squadrons? Uh, so mm-hmm. they are. They're doing a new Dead Space game. It's apparently being rumored that it's the actual remake of the original Dead Space. Uh, right? Kinda I don't like, want that. Well, do you want Dead Space re- imagined using more up-to-date? No, I don't want to remaster. Systems? I've played that game. I've played that story. I don't want to like do that again. I have already great memories of that game. I want a new story with new shit. That's what mm-hmm. I want in that, in that world. With that guy, what was his name? Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. I awesome. think everybody. I think everybody agrees though that the <clears throat> the story and the suspense of the first Dead Space was what was the drawing point and how it kind of you lost that mm-hmm. uh, a little bit in two and then you really lost it in three and it became more yeah. of an action game rather than that suspenseful horror survival thing. Yeah, and they did a really good job with utilizing like that gun was iconic. Yeah. Yeah. The like slicer gun and being able yep. to slice off specific limbs, like that was a like, big draw to that game. Yep. And then there was also the interesting UI uh, choices that they made, like how to, to increase the immersion. There was no HUD on at all times. Mm-hmm. You could measure his health by the meter on the back of his suit, which is like, oh shit, that's right, genius. Dude. Yeah, that, Fuck, and that I was good. Remember, yeah, I remember. Yeah, when that first came out, uh, I was actually working at EA at the time, and I was doing um, like a kind of like a preview of an early build. And the second I brought, I saw all that. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! And then the HUD came up where it's like on the wrist thing, and it's projected mm-hmm. into a hologram that was projected. Like, you guys are freaking geniuses! Like, this is the best immersion I've seen in a game that I since I could remember. Ever Why is that not used more? Like that was like retrospectively, like that was fucking brilliant, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it, but it's, it's hard to do, but it's that kind of innovation that I think we're missing a lot from games. Everybody is taking formula stuff that works and just. Re- yeah. Reskinning it. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah we, we, we kind of need that. Um, we need, we need something new. We need something that hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Speaking of that note, something new. We're going to move into sport games real quick because this is a big thing. The NCAA has started allowing players to get paid for their likenesses based on their athletic you know, abilities and things like that. This is a huge point. I mean, I don't know about you guys. You may not like, you know, be into sports games and stuff like that. But like just just alone, the idea of, you know, companies being able to capitalize on the likeness of a player, you know, through uh, mm-hmm. video games and through other things but that player whose athletic talent is the one that's being used, used here like yeah. if they don't have it then they're not there they get nothing from it the school gets money the video game companies get money they get nothing so now they have it and ea is already on board trying to uh jumping in and looking into having players um actual players in the college game now yeah i mean I think that that was bullshit before. Like, I I don't care. Like, I I don't watch sports very much at all. Like I said, the only sport that I do watch is UFC, and I I don't watch it nearly as much as I used to. But um, 
I can definitely say like I've heard of that before that they weren't able to to do that and they weren't paying their the players. And uh, that's some of those bullshit logic I've ever heard in my life, dude. I could not believe that whenever they told me. I was like, holy shit. I have no idea how this is like they're not suing the shit out of these people. But I guess their contracts per, uh, forbid it. So, Well, they uh, actually did. There, there actually was a big class uh, action. Yeah, that was why you there are several times attempts at class action. Mm-hmm. But the most recent one was the reason that wound up um, having the NCAA games shut down. Because mm-hmm. there was so much, there was that litigation and, and there was all the lawsuits and stuff like that. They were actually like, okay, well, you can't use our likenesses if we're not getting money for it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I, I historically have been a big sports game gamer. You know, I've played a bunch of Maddens. I love the NCAAs. I would argue that the old NCAA games football were better than Madden for a long, long time. This is, this is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, especially like the the franchise mode or or I I think that's what it was called in the NCAA game. It was light years beyond anything Madden was bringing to the table. I will say that I always thought it was bullshit that the college athletes basically surrendered any revenue source to the universities and to the gaming companies um, that were, you know, basically using them to make money. Mm-hmm. It is, however, unfortunate because ultimately money ruins everything. And, you know, <laughs> while I think the college athletes deserve revenue if their likeness and um, basically basically them, their abilities are being profited upon, I worry that it's going to destroy and fundamentally change a lot of college sporting activities so here's 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 the thing i'll offer a rebuttal how is that any different than players leaving school early to pursue professional careers because they aren't making any money off of their likeness or off of their athletic ability like a perfect example college basketball now you have players leaving after was it a year yeah yeah which now dilutes the quality of the college game because the best players are now in the NBA. And, they're, and, and the NBA is a little different than the NFL or, or, or sports similar where you have to go through a little bit more of a maturity for both the sport and, and physically before you can kind of compete higher at the, at the professional level. Like NBA stars or players can, if you're really good, your skill set's good enough, you can kind of come out and you know, yeah. have an impact earlier. But like the, the, the pageantry of college you know, the, the uh, of bas- college basketball, college sports, you know, that whole thing. Like you, you go to a college, you, that, that is your college. You root for that, um, your alma mater basically for the rest of your life. Doesn't matter wherever you go, you still have ties to that school. And that uh, sports program is a big key to that. Uh, so having, giving players the opportunity to, go to school, get their, fulfill their educational agreement, right? Get full, all four years of school done without having to leave early. And then also, if they do get injured, right? How many times does that happen? A player plays, they get injured, and now they get nothing because they didn't have the chance to go into a professional, le- professional level for that sport, and they've got nothing to, to capitalize off of their, um, you know, their, their athletic ability. For sure, for sure. I mean, I think 
ultimately, and ideally, I would love to see some sort of tiered system where as a college athlete in a given, this is going to diverge into a whole other discussion here for not careful, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, a college athlete at a given sport um, can make X per year, regardless of their institution or their university. Um, because at the end of the day, if this isn't governed, the larger institutions are going to benefit more than the smaller schools like they do already. It just further yeah. stacks the deck in terms of what the athlete is able to, you know, profit from. If there was some sort of um, scale, just like in the professional sports where, you know, there is a, you know, veteran minimum that, that you can make um, like at, as a junior, you can make X and it doesn't matter what university you go to as a junior in this sport, you make X and as a sophomore, that goes up to Y, et cetera, et cetera, where, you know, universities can't um, use their status and their achievements to woo better athletes um, to them, I think would go a long way to preserving what we value out of the collegiate sort of institutions um, without it divulging into like a semi-pro league that athletes are just looking for the best way to set their brand and increase their revenue. Well, they kind of already are in a way. Like if you, if, so if you have a, um, an athlete who has, you know, you, first of all, you have to have the, the physical skill set to be able to go from, you know, to become pro, right? Yeah. This is not going to, your average player or your whatever isn't, this isn't going to impact them really at all. This is for the superstars, the, the really high, uh, high caliber, upper echelon style players, right? Um, they're already thinking, I'm only going to go to school. I need to pick a school that's going to showcase my talent so that I can be positioned when the draft comes to be able to then get picked up and, and you know, hit the pros. So here's here's the thing that I, another wrinkle, you were talking about like using, you know, colleges using that as kind of like leverage or like setting a flat rate. Like, okay, you can only get paid X amount. Now I think, this start this may start to flip things a little bit. You may start to see some lower schools, lesser known schools, start to get higher because what if they turn around and go, oh, hey, so this big division one school is telling you you can only make X amount of money. We'll let you keep more of it if you come here. So it's it's a very similar thing you get in the tech industry where you get the big companies that you know, especially gaming, the big companies can't pay you a lot because they have a heck of a lot more overhead and they have a very much more structured um, pay scale. Whereas some of those smaller companies like the startups, you get a risk because they're a lot more volatile. You don't know if it's going to be here next year or the year after, but they can throw all sorts of other stuff at you, right? As as incentive to be able to like come here, you can make more money, you'll have more saying what's going on, this and that. Yeah, sure, you know, there's a higher risk, but there's a bigger reward. And to some people, that is super enticing. Yeah, it's it's different. I mean, it's definitely going to change the the foundation of collegiate sports. Yes, absolutely. It it completely it's going to be I'm curious to see where this goes, but I agree wholeheartedly money is the absolute root of all things bad. Yeah. <laughs> if if there's anything bad in the world, more more often than not, money is behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, the, at the end of the day, the universities are not going to sacrifice their cut of this pie. 
Mm-hmm. Like exactly. they are going to make their money, whether it be bowl games, whether it be endorsement deals, whatever the case may be, you know, they're, they're going to make their money. Exactly. And, and they're going to position themselves to where they think they can make the most money. Similarly to dice positioning themselves with making Xbox, the official console of battlefield 2042. How about that? <laughs> First of all, I hope you guys had fun talking about sports. <laughs> i did yes. I, I was just like yeah i'm gonna let you two just like nerd out over this for a little bit did, did not disappoint <laughs> <laughs> um but no i mean that's um that is pretty cool but also not surprising at the same time because xbox has pretty much established itself as the alpha of this generation so it's not it's surprised. not it's not an exclusive deal right but mm-hmm. right but but aligning yourself with one particular console as far as like the official console, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty that's much saying like, something. Yeah, that is definitely especially saying with something. the Battlefield franchise. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, it's saying something to Sony. Here's a big middle finger. Um, you <laughs> the, to to do that with a with a franchise like Battlefield mm-hmm. that's always been platform agnostic. Yes, and. I don't know what their numbers are for Xbox or for Sony, but they had to have seen something in this that would have led them to believe that it was not going to hurt them in the slightest. Maybe Microsoft threw more money at them, which is possible. Microsoft throw money everywhere. I, I would say that's a here. virtual certainty. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> like you know, yeah. All that money that Sony's, you know, Sony's not giving you any. Nobody plays Battlefield on Sony. I, I would argue like the numbers for Battlefield are probably much higher on Xbox than they are on PlayStation. I mean, this generation, yes. Last generation, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, last generation for the, I'd say the vast majority, if not the entirety of the of the two generations' existence, um, I would say that they were pretty neck and neck for last gen. But this gen, it's just, I've never seen such an obvious winner. So, I see a lot of big franchises like kind of scooting a little bit closer to the Xbox, you know, um, for whenever they release their games, because if I were them, that's what I would probably do. I mean, at the end of the day, I wonder how many like players really care. Like (laughs) hearing this announcement, it was kind of, it, it kind of struck me as like someone coming out like Trojan being the official conduit of NASCAR. Like nobody really gives a shit at the end of the day. As long as they get to play their game, you could say you're the official whatever you want. Like it's more just for the studio than I feel like it is for anything else. Oh, it's definitely yeah. Like it, it doesn't mean much for players. It's just interesting seeing the situation unfold from like a business perspective. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like them aligning themselves with something that, even as you said, like is so mundane to us is hilarious. And I I think that that shows just the extent of what's happening behind the scenes whenever it comes to like the alignment of, of console creators and um, game developers. So that part of it is interesting, but you're right. Like what this means for gamers is absolutely nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's not the only partnership they they've announced. I mean, they did partner with NVIDIA for the ultimate PC experience, Logitech for, um, you know, integration and Polaris to bring the opportunity to, what is it, operate authentic Polaris vehicles in Battlefield 2042, whatever that garbage means. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, oh, and I think uh, Western Digital Black, right? Uh, 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 
soft hardware for the, mm-hmm. um, drives and shit like that. Um, but it, it's you're right. Like there, there, it at the end of the day, who gives a crap? If you're gonna play it on Xbox, you're gonna play it on Xbox. If you're gonna play it on Sony, you're gonna play it on Sony. If you're gonna play it on PC, you're gonna play it on PC. Whatever. Although, don't forget, Microsoft does now have the uh, beta up and running for their streaming service. So you, if you have Xbox uh, Game Pass, you can play Xbox Series X quality games on pretty much anything in your web browser, on your mobile device. Mm-hmm. I think, shoot, even on like TVs or something, you can stream it through there. Like it's that, and I think that may be one reason that might have helped nudge uh ea to announce that partnership in that direction and and overall it really all it is is it's just one more way to for xbox fans to whip out their digital penises in front of the sony fans and go (laughs) ours is bigger than yours unfortunately sony's not helping not in the slightest yeah did you guys see the the list of games that they're offering for free in july yeah, I actually don't have as big of an issue with, with this group. I mean, they're generally all crap. Like, I would say that, although this still isn't great, it's one of their better months of crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'd say... Objectively... That's how low the bar is at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, yeah. But, exactly. Like, that's what it is. It's just the bar has been set so low for so long that this is actually, like, pretty solid for them. So, um, so, so, so to list out the games, we have three games on offer. A Plague Tale Innocence. Which is a PS5 upgrade. Yeah. It's got a 4K, 60 frames per second. So they've they've done some stuff to, to make it better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which what? That's the Call of Duty that didn't have a single or single player campaign, like a solo campaign. It was it was multiplayer, right? And then WWE didn't have a single player? Uh no. Right, it's it's one of the games that didn't have a traditional solo campaign. Oh, right? I thought that uh, mul- it did for some reason. Okay, yeah. So 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 mul- most of it is multiplayer focused, and the game is over three years old. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, like, not great. I yeah. mean, literally, like the only reason why I'd get that game is to play zombies. But zombies, yeah. yes, yeah. Everybody did love the zombies. In mm-hmm. That is yeah. true. That is true. Uh, and the final game is WWE 2K Battlegrounds, uh, the arcade spinoff of the WWE 2K series. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how old that one is either. Uh, yeah, but again, it's it's not a strong offering. No, not at all. And based off of what Microsoft has been doing with Xbox, like you, you know, this seems like Sony Sony needs to do a little more here. Well, I feel like, and I'm trying to remember if this was legit or if I just imagined it in wishful thinking land. But that Sony was looking at what Microsoft was doing with their Game Pass and were in the midst of, you know, reimagining their offering. And I feel like in the coming months, we're going Wishful to see an thinking. improvement there. I, I hope so, because they they really need to. I mean, yeah, I think honestly, they, yeah, I think they said that they're looking at improving their offering to compete with Game Pass. I think they had said that a while ago, and honestly, like, I feel like that time has, for the most part, passed. Like, they should have answered back with something the second Game Pass was announced. Like, it's been so long now, and they really haven't given anything other than 
their original um what was it the the free platformers that you got whenever you uh got the oh. playstation 5 uh yeah what was the not astro no what was the name of it um, astro's playroom what no that was that was like a demo thing yeah that was like it was, yeah, that was just a game no i'm talking about yeah. the um i forgot what they call it but you know what i'm talking about it, it's like the six or seven platformers that they oh, have other oh. than other than horizon zero dawn which they decided to not put in for some reason but like you got god of war and the last of us and stuff like that for free oh, it, was, it was like six okay. or seven it was like six or seven games yeah was, but they were all ps3 games that were ported over <laughs> no that's not true they're uh, ps4 games P- yeah no I, I i was joking in the sense that they were they were just yeah. their previous console games and not i was yeah some of them were ps3 games as well but, yeah but yeah because yeah last of us was ps3 right yeah last of us is ps3 yeah. um but yeah I, I think that uh either way like that was the time to come back with something stronger rather than that fucking nonsense I've been saying this forever, so I'm sorry for anyone that's already heard this a thousand times from me, but they had, I don't know if they still have it, but they at least had up until recently, if they um, don't anymore, they, it was like a, all of their old PlayStation games um, in like this kind of rental system. I think it's called PlayStation Now. Yeah. And yeah, it's a service that they offer. And I was like, I was fully expecting them to come back with, all right, this is our plan for kind of revolutionizing this experience and creating something basically the same as Game Pass with the Sony version using the fundamentals of that system. And um, But they didn't. And I was like, wow. Uh, I mean, the, the second that they didn't clap back with that, I was just like, okay, well, that's a huge hit right there. And then they continued to not do anything and not even really, like, how should I say, like, they didn't even mention anything about how terribly it's been going for them versus Xbox. You know what I mean? It feels like they've made no strides to try to rebalance the power. They've just been like, yeah, whatever. Like, we're PlayStation. We're going to be just fine. Yeah, Sony's been like that since the PS3. The PS2 Mm -hmm. gave... Sorry, the PS1. The original PlayStation gave Sony a opinion of themselves. Because, yeah, they had... The only competition was a shitty N64 console, which was inferior in so many ways out, outside of the fact like, oh, it's cartridge, so you don't have loading screens. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but all your games are garbage and everything looks like <laughs> crap. Uh, and then when they moved on to the PS2, the Xbox was their competition and, and Microsoft was just getting off the ground. They had plenty of issues to deal with, with that right. gigantic monstrosity of a console. Well, and they had just and- crushed Sega. Yeah, oh, that's true. And then Sega had hopped out of the business yeah. because, yeah, the PlayStation just wrecked the Saturn. Yep. Sega was on its last legs anyway because uh, with the Genesis, they decided that they didn't want to have one console. They wanted to have a console with 16 different peripherals, which eventually looked like some, I don't know, cyborg Frankenstein monstrosity. That literally that sounds everything. like a nightmare, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, dude. It was all the crap that you could put onto your Sega console was hilarious. That was retarded. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then so by the time you get to PS2, Sony is such a huge lead. Microsoft comes limping in and thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to do a great job. And I mean, they hit some market share. But, you know, Nintendo came back with uh, the GameCube and like everybody was like, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Like there were some great games on the GameCube. But outside of that, it was kind of like, no, Nintendo games are Nintendo games, whatever they are. Sony's first misstep was the PS3 and show and sitting there saying it doesn't matter 
We're going to charge a, an exorbitant price for it. You're going to pay it. And that's when Microsoft said, ha, ha, now we're going to catch up. And Nintendo came in and said, we're going to beat both of you with the Wii, that gimmicky thing that, that they had that was, everyone had either a PS3 or a Wii or an Xbox 360 mm -hmm. or a Wii. So it was so great because in the industry, it was, you have a PS Wii or a Wii 60. <laughs> that was funny. that was kind of yeah that was what we had decided to call things um that every household was kind of that way right um but that's it that was their first misstep they they decided to think that they were bigger than they actually were and mm -hmm. microsoft caught up and right then with the ps4 and the the xbox uh one it was like it became more even yeah, mm -hmm. that was right. definitely the the generation for there being like equal power. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. because uh, well, Xbox made stupid mistakes because you had Connect and Connect was terrible. Because <laughs> like, why? <laughs> this is a dumb idea, and people were starting to think like, no, Microsoft, you don't know what you're doing. Get out of here. Um, and Sony's like, no, Sony's the gaming console. Microsoft was trying to position itself as this entertainment system. Right. And Sony was like, no, we're a gaming console, <laughs> and that's where. They, they kind of took the lead a little bit there. And then we get to this new generation. And well, both are struggling because there's no hardware. Um, but I think Microsoft. I wouldn't say both are struggling. Well, not struggling. What I'm saying is like there, there's, there is less of a uh, penetration within the market because the consoles are so hard to acquire. Right. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for so sure. We, it's, and you got to admit, it's been the slowest transition software wise. From Absolutely. one console to yeah. from one generation to Definitely. the next. Yeah. And everything and is shifting to gaming as a service. And I feel like Microsoft has embraced it. Embraced yes. that a lot quicker yeah. and harder, like pivoted into that market yeah. Yeah. much harder than Sony has. Sony and, hasn't even like stepped on the fucking field yet of, yeah, of it, games of service yet. So and, and not just games as a service, but just offering um games digitally to players outside of the console offering. Right. Yeah, sorry, that, to... that, that's what I meant, sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but you don't have to buy the console any longer. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so, we're going to get to that place, Don't right? tell I mean... Sony that. No, no, <laughs> right, no, 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 oh no, shit, exactly. wait, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't have to buy the console, oh no. So I, 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 I'm interested to see where, where this is going to go, and it's just like Sony needs to do more. And if they don't... Way more, like way quicker. Yeah. Yes, if they don't... They're going to find themselves in a similar position. They probably will never find themselves in this position. They're just too big. But they will be no more, much as uh, Magic Legends, the game that came out, uh, what was that, a couple of months ago? King of the Caveats. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Magic Legends, the mm -hmm. game that we all tried to play for a brief moment and thought this is like not quite there. Uh, it was a free-to-play ARPG. Uh, and it will be shutting down for good in October uh, on October 31st of this year. Yeah, um, I, I actually thought it looked pretty good, personally. Um, you didn't play it, did you? No, I didn't. But <laughs> I, I mean, I saw gameplay videos, so that was the extent of it. And uh, but I, from, from what I saw, like I did think that it was a very cool concept. Like they did some different things, which was fun. I think that like there were some obvious issues that it had. Um, but I think that the biggest thing was that it got a lot of flack because it was such a big departure from like typical Magic franchise games. Yes. No, no, no. You're. I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, it. I never played Magic, 
mm-hmm. uh, the 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 card game. Did you ever play Magic, Pika? No, I've not. Yeah. So p- jumping into this, like I think I was more of the target audience because I had never played Magic, and it was kind of like a way to introduce me to the systems and the game itself. But mm-hmm. I just it the the game didn't stick with me the way the gameplay and it just it wasn't. Everybody had very similar play styles, despite them supposedly having different like abilities and skill sets. It just all boiled down to you have a summons, you have an AOE, you have a this, you have a that. There just wasn't enough distinction between the the the, the classes and the the characters to make it really stick. Ah, uh, okay. So, so do you actually play it, or are you talking about through watching videos as well? No, no, I actually played it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, how I'm not still playing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, for good reason. It looks like it doesn't sound like many people are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. No one will be on, on November first. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, I, I'm not like super surprised. I don't think like the Magic franchise. There's probably going to be like people yelling at me for saying this, but I don't think the Magic franchise like is at all what it was. And I think that it, uh, kind of like its its best thing is just like to kind of stick in its lane. Yeah. Um. You know, not that I want to crush innovation or anything, but like, if you really want to step out and and try something else, I feel like you got to come out swinging, not just. And don't get me wrong, like they did do some interesting, cool stuff here, but not enough is what it sounds like. Um, well, one so of the yeah. things we were talking about earlier, remember, was like we wanted to see innovation. We wanted to see something different, mm-hmm. and they took a a universe or a system the card game system and trying right. to turn it into a video game. But in doing so, they diluted those things that made that card game interesting and fun to the players. Right. Um, it sounds like it was done to me out in, in it's, you know, uh, <coughs> you all right there. Oh, shoot. Could you hear me? Yeah. No, just make it sure sounded like you were dying. I yeah. am dying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I muted myself in time. I apparently you... did not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> All right. We're, uh, so ahead. next next week when Chu returns, it'll be Hebrew who died. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but like it, it, it feels like that change was done to make it more palatable and more easy to digest for players who weren't familiar. But then you lose the players who are familiar, and that's where you need to kind of focus. You want them to engage and then bring others in. Uh, right, but the the saddest thing about the whole thing, though, is not so much like the game shutting down as much as the impact it is on people who were working on it, right? You know, people mm-hmm. who are no longer employed because this thing, you know, went belly up. Out of many of them, out of decisions of not of their own, like they were just there creating a game and didn't have the opportunity to make the decisions to, you know, influence it going one way or another that could have led possibly led to a success, right? So, that's that's the crappy part and you know we 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 like to joke about games that didn't do well but that's that's the sad reality of it is if a a studio shuts down because a game failed um that's you know people who have lost jobs and things yeah that's Um, the human element exactly uh the flip side to that is a, a studio stepping away from a project to work on something new so um the the, the Mortal Kombat team, Nether Realms, is stepping away from MK11. Uh, mm-hmm. They are now going to be 
shifting to a new project after two years of supporting MK11. Have either of you guys played that game? Of course, yeah. Definitely dominated, not. dominated that game is more like it for me, but yeah. I, I had a feeling you would have been the MK. Absolutely, uh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, unfortunately, uh, did not play MK11 because it, and Injustice and game, like, it, it, it has that juggle mechanic that I'm just not a huge fan of. You gotta learn how to juggle games. back, bro. No, see, that's just it. I don't, I don't think completely removing my ability to control my character is fun. <laughs> well the key is to never let them juggle you uh, yes then eventually you come against somebody who's just like i'm just gonna juggle you and juggle you and juggle you yeah the essence of what i'm saying is get good bro get good yeah yep. get good. that's what bro. it sounded like yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just yeah. trying to be a gentleman about it but yeah mm. <laughs> it's a fighting game there's no such thing as gentlemen uh, that is very true <laughs> I, I mean it's a fighting game about ripping people's spines out of their bodies there's no gentlemanly thing dude here what could be cooler i mean what anyways it's Fantastic game, by the way, if you guys have not played it and you're interested in any fighting games, for sure pick this up. But uh, yeah, like it's interesting. They like they've kind of broken the cycle of time that they've spent that they usually spend on Mortal Kombat games. So, you know, we'll see what's happening there. But uh, I'm not sure what they're going to work on after this. I I don't. Yeah, they haven't announced what it's going to be. Uh, And don't ask me because I have no idea. Well, it's uh, like they said new project, so yeah. that makes me feel like it's not the next Mortal Kombat yet, which would make sense because it, <laughs> it could be Mortal MK12. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely going to be a fighting game. Like, I would put all my monies on that. You think <laughs> <But> so? Yes. <laughs> I, I definitely think it is. I think it's going to be either a new franchise, like entirely, that they're going to try to do, which I feel like they should try anyways, just because I think it'd be interesting to see, or it's going to be an Injustice game, like the next Injustice. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, either one of them, I'm really all three of the options there, a new MK, um, Injustice, or a new franchise altogether, I'm totes down for. NetherRealm knows their shit, and I will back them up no matter what. The one thing I will say, though, oh my god, give me back Mortal Kombat chess and give me back <laughs> Mortal, po- Mortal Kombat puzzle. Like, mm. give me those motherfuckers back. That's all I care about. So. so that article I linked to you, did you happen to f- see the tweet from one Ed Boone? No. Did they say that they're going to bring back Mortal Kombat Puzzle Chest? No. no it was so, interesting. Yes. So Ed Boone tweeted, and it says, and I quote, Wow, James Gunn has managed to work on DC and Marvel movies. That's impressive with a thinking emoji, the hmm emoji. Oh, shit. You, yeah well i mean like i feel like that's definitely then he's going to be working on something with that so ed boone mm-hmm. is is known for mortal Kombat. don't forget right so nether realm so possible like that's that's kind of the room that's like, what i mean like i feel like injustice? that's yeah yeah it, it's he's the creative director so it's like is it going to be injustice or is it going to be mortal Kombat, or is it going to be uh something marvel which is interesting because i thought I have to look up who owns NetherRealm, but I thought that Warner Brothers did. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see uh, Marvel vs. DC. 
I mean, we've seen it before with yeah, like, but I, in the, I yeah. want to see it again now. <laughs> like, <laughs> before it was fun, like I want it now too. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I want to see that now. So yeah, I totally want to see that now. Um, I mean, I would, I would kill for that, dude. If I could beat the shit out of Batman with um, Doctor Strange, like yes, please. Hey now, mm, hey now, come on! I feel like come that on. just ends with Mickey Mouse owning everything. It does. Yeah. Have you not yeah. seen South Park? Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. true. that's um, true. Fine. You can. You can. If Batman, if, if Doctor Strange beats Batman, Booster Gold kicks the shit out of Gambit. I mean, he can try his best. It's gonna <laughs> fail. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Walt, funniest thing I ever heard. Gambit losing. <laughs> yeah. Gambit loser. I can't wait till like if if that is the game, dude. I I swear to God, like we're streaming me kicking the shit out of you and Chu and and Pika, you two, all three of you guys. Me as Gambit, dude. I'm gonna fucking uh, cry. You know the guys. crappy thing is, I have to admit that Gambit was one of my favorite characters in uh, what was it? X Men versus no. Uh yeah, it was actually versus Street Fighter. Versus, oh, Street Fighter? Yeah, X-Men, X-Men versus Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Okay. Yeah. Um well, yeah, I mean that you want to know how much that surprises me? Oh lord. Zero <laughs> because fucking Gambit is the best no matter what he's in. Dude. Sabretooth was the best character in that game. Uh Sabretooth is garbage compared to Gambit, dude. Damn. Don't even get me started. Oh, wow. Gambit is literally the most I will say this again, dude. Gambit's literally the most powerful being in Marvel. Don't Where does Vision stack up in this whole conversation? Vision That's the question is, that matters to me. Vision is fucking worse than Hawkeye, dude. Like, Hawkeye wow. can beat the shit out of Vision. That's where he stands. And I don't think you understand how little respect I have for Hawkeye. Either. So, that's so, like, insane. Gambit versus Vision, how does this whole thing play out? I mean, Gambit would... So, I will say that even with um, his... Whatchamacallit? Wow, why am I blanking on this now? Who, who jumped me out? Um, the his lobotomy, yeah, his partial lobotomy. Even with his partial lobotomy, he still kicked the shit out of Vision. But without his partial lobotomy, or like whenever he got it, either you know pre-partial lobotomy or whenever he got it reversed, like uh, yeah, no, that guy's. How do you get a lobotomy reversed, <laughs> uh, uh, dude? This is Marvel. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's a fifty thousand ways that they've reversed it in fifty thousand arts. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, it's just there's there's there are ways to introduce something and completely change it to something totally different. Yeah, uh, and they don't have to explain anything except for it's the story. Yeah, Yay. exactly. I mean, I'd say like every single like big Marvel character has died and somehow come back. That should be more shocking than reversing a part of the bottom. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> it should be, but somehow yeah. it's not. It's not. Yeah. Um, Speaking of dying, changing, and coming mm-hmm. back, uh, so there are uh, interesting changes coming to. Star Wars: The Old Republic this holiday season. Uh, yeah, the legacy of leg legacy legacy of the Sith. <laughs> good old legacy, legacy, good old <laughs> legacy. Uh, they've announced class changes, so apparently they're moving from a system to where you have distinct like abilities and skills and things like that for your classes. You get to pick ability sets and other tech. Uh, related things from from other well, depending on if your class is tech or force, you get to pick things from other classes. It's it, it, I don't I don't know how that's gonna play out, but for anybody out there who's played Star Wars: The Old Republic, one of the things that was great was you had 
those distinct classes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think honestly, like I, I agree. I think it's a it's a weird move, um, but I honestly think that even though like this is a new expansion that w- that they have coming out for it, and this is the first expansion that they've had in a very long time, um, I this game has been I'm pretty sure kind of knocking on death's door for like a while. <laughs> ten <laughs> years old, dude. Yeah, it's ten years old, and and it never hit like crazy popularity at all. So like it it it's definitely i feel like at every year like a discussion of should we kill this game has been brought up basically after like year one (laughs) i think that that has been there so i think that like this is the stage of like this is our last hurrah and like a year and a half from now or two years it's going to be shut down and because i i know like i think we all know that there is going to be, especially with the expansion of the, of the universe of star Wars. Now, like there is a game to fill this game's shoes in a much better way. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And it's on the horizon. And so they're going to kill this game off that way. They don't split player base. So I feel like this is definitely the last hurrah. And I feel like if I was a developer on a game and I was having my last hurrah, I would be a will like a lot more willing to get, a little weird with the new content that I was pushing out to try shit out. So you're thinking it's going along the lines of Star Wars Galaxies. Kudos if you remember that game. Uh, I don't know that game. <laughs> but very sure. Few people, yeah, very few people <laughs> of a certain age remember Star Wars Galaxies, which was, the, which was one attempt at an MMO for the Star Wars universe, and it failed... It like it failed gloriously. <laughs> then they revamped it, and it saw a little bit more success. But then mm-hmm. eventually petered out. Pike, did you get a chance to ever dip your toe into Star Wars: The Old Republic? So funny enough, I had to Google this game because I had no idea what the hell this thing was. <laughs> I think I actually played it way back when and had completely forgotten about it. That oh, wow. that epitomizes this game, dude. It, exactly. Forgettable. <laughs> exactly. And funny enough, I think actually Ubisoft is working on an open world Star Wars game as we speak. Yeah, Good. that sounds about right. And my Ubisoft, God, what huh? a great developer to do it with. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I mean, I'm, would... I'm six to midnight right now just hearing that. Oh Lord. Oh, <laughs> but okay. So, so if we get that, if we get an open world Star Wars game, I already know where he was going to go with this. What are your guys' thoughts? Do you want to be force wielders? Do you want to be Jedi or Sith? Or do you want to have something a little different where you're in the Star Wars universe, but you're, you're maybe not exactly uh, a Jedi, like a, a, a Kanan from uh, Rebels or something like that. Right. Well, it- if I could be Han Solo, I'm going to die a happy man. You're, you're like, fuck the force, dude. Yeah. I don't need that shit. I don't need that shit. <laughs> Give me a goddamn gun. <laughs> um, a blaster at your side, kid. <laughs> no, for me, like, I've always, like, ever since I watched Clone Wars, um, the witches have been something that I've always loved. Mm, and so okay. I would love. Night sisters. Yeah, the Night Sisters, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would like so force magic has always been something that's really interesting to me, and um, I would love if they would. I've been hoping for a long time that they would explore that with with uh, a TV show specifically, um, which they might now. Who knows? But um, so I would really love to do something like that. But I would have to be good. Like I just can't do evil characters 
because I find myself like feeling too bad about the decisions I make. Like I tried so many times with Fable to be evil so I can get the horns and shit, mm-hmm. but I just felt too bad about like killing people and stuff. And mm. I was like, fuck. So, so you sound like a, a perfect viewer for the, the ill-fated uh, let me be the bad guy <laughs> video series that I was trying to make and kept trying to make and kept coming up against games that didn't, didn't work well for it. Although <laughs> fable is part of the streaming, the beta streaming service you get on Xbox, right on the Xbox game pass. So yeah. I don't know if you remember, just... but I actually played through all three of them again. recently. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember that you played the good guy in all three of them. You I did. Yeah. I, I, I will, I will try to ride the line for a little bit, but then I always just like, I can't do it. Like, I, I think the problem, though, with that is in many games, the bad is just so bad. The The better games are the ones where morality is a, is a blur. It's a gray area, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, I think you mentioned it in, like, Fable 3, right? Where you, you can either be the hard ass and get your people ready for fight, but they hate you for it and things go poorly. Or you can be the benevolent everybody loves you ruler but your people get run over if anybody attacks that's true (laughs) so it's it's kind of that that you know that whole one or the other but even then sometimes like you could be just slightly evil right it's not like oh this person has asked for help do you a give them one coin out of the 600 you have in your per in your pouch Mm -hmm. or do you b kick them in the teeth rape their wife kill their kids and and run off with their dog where's the where's the middle ground yeah where's the middle ground what's the problem is that like the rewards are always just as you said it's it's one way or the other like yeah and you never get any anything interesting if you go in between like in fable you know there's literally nothing interesting that happens if you go in between how about this for a game like if you play the good guy all the time right you get a really good you get the good guy ending right for the bad guy Mm -hmm. you get the bad guy ending if you play the middle of the road and you don't go one way or the other, the game just goes the end and you're done. You get the bland ending. Yes. <laughs> that's, bland, bland yeah, bland. that sounds great. How much fun is that? <laughs> and like, well, I, I like like the, the and then the color palette changes as as you're playing. Like if you if you get if you're more good, the colors become more vibrant, more 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 mm-hmm. flashy, whatever. If you're bad, they're a little bit more somber, right? A little darker. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the middle, they just become gray. There's just nothing. There's no yeah. color. It's just gray. Well, Red Dead Redemption did that with their <laughs> cutscenes. Depending upon the choices you made in the game, depended on the cutscenes that you would see. Ooh. Because <sighs> there was okay. two. There was a wolf. So if you made like if you just murdered everyone, you mm-hmm. would begin to see the wolf cutscenes. But if you were, you know, more understanding and, you know, more on the side of good, you'd see the deer cutscenes. Right. Okay. It's interesting. Okay. I would say um, another one that I can, uh, that I'm thinking of right now is uh, Bioshock. I think it was yeah. two. I don't remember. If it, no, it was one, actually. Um, I couldn't, uh, like, I wanted to harvest those little sisters for the extra atom. I wanted to so bad, dude, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. It <laughs> just sounds so horrible. Yeah, that's absolutely. They literally made you murder children for for nope. the currency in the game. I'm out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, did you did you not play Bioshock? No. Oh, the, bro, the you're missing out, man. The one game that sort of comes to mind is uh, The Last of Us. Whenever, oh. um, spoiler, like. You, whether you decide to like save her or like kill her mm. yeah 
And like that was just that that was it for me. I was like, no, 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 no. Well, you need to watch or I mean, play Bioshock, but it's basically like watching it because it's a cinematic experience no matter what. But um, <laughs> you need to play that game because it literally has one of the best video game narratives of all time, objectively. I would say, Hooch, would you agree with that? Uh, all right, you're out. Like if you don't no, instantly no, agree no, to that, no, you're fucking out, dude. I'm trying to think if there's anything like super like that comes to mind that's much better. But I mean, I will say it is a very good narrative. I'm talking like, about Bioshock. The, I mean, even Bioshock Infinite, but was really good too. But yeah, Bioshock One. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. narrative was insane. Oh yeah, and then the, the big <laughs> twist was amazing. Yeah, no, you're, 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 it was. I I think I, I guess the story and the the narrative and the environment and everything was perfect. All that stuff that it's set up was, I wouldn't say perfect, but it was definitely very good, very immersive. And it did leave you with the feeling of like, I want to explore rapture. Rapture. Yeah. I want to know what happened before, you know, the events of the story, because it looks like it was this really great, huge thing. Like, I don't, if you're not familiar with rapture, Pika, basically it was a, city that they built at the bottom of the ocean okay and, and it was like trapped in the 60 it was like imagine like 60 eras uh yeah. people yeah okay. society trapped in this underground or i'm sorry underwater city yeah and it was kind of this uh elitist dictatorship yep. situation going on that was isolated from the rest of the world yep and it was yeah. genetically like how should i say um it was all about progress through genetic alteration mm-hmm. which is why they which is why they left society because they were kind of shunned and they're like we're gonna do this and we don't need you guys so like, yeah like let's just say like none of that would have been ethically passed through the government that's for oh, sure. hell no. No, absolutely not. <clears throat> but yeah it, it's it, it is a great story the first time you're experiencing it and you know then i, just, I, I think um I liked Rapture more than I liked what was it? Columbia you, was that the was you were was wrapped that? up in Rapture? Oh lord! Ew! <laughs> but yeah, Columbia oh, was was the other one. So bad. So, <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> anyway, but Columbia was really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it was, it was good. I just, I, I think just the suspense, the, the difference between the two was. Um, the first Bioshock felt more survival horror-y, but it wasn't like, not horror, you know what I mean, but more survival suspense mm-hmm. versus definitely. Uh, the last one, which was more action-oriented. So, Still anyways. great narrative, but yeah, definitely more action-y, less horror-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of horror Diablo 4, baby. Now that's uh, what the... I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to end this, this show with one last item that goes right to the heart of hebrew mm-hmm. diablo 4 has announced they are going to have fully customizable characters so you will no longer be stuck to picking uh a gender or only only a gender mm-hmm. um or as a previous conversation whatever you feel like um <laughs> playing as um, <laughs> <laughs> it all depends how i identify hooch exactly right <laughs> yeah yeah right um you actually could go in and add customization to your character they didn't go into details as far as like what level of customization they did say fully customizable though fully so custom- that's different but that i know it's ambiguous i know it's yeah. still ambiguous but that like judging from a, a few of the pictures that we that we can see here 
like it looks like it's pretty in depth because it shows one of the characters different skin colors uh different facial tattoos hair color eye color like uh, you know it, uh, uh, not even just like black or white but like totally different spectrums of sp- of skin color as well mm-hmm. so it does look fully customizable <clears throat> okay well i'm left with a question fully customizable just mm-hmm. how big can I make my penis in this? I game? was, li- I knew you were gonna go there, dude. I knew you were gonna go. Hey, <laughs> the second you Blizzard. said big, I was like, Dick is coming after this. <laughs> this, this, this is Blizzard. Nobody has a bigger penis. They are not going to allow you to make one bigger than theirs. That is a fair that's call. true. Yeah. <laughs> and to, and B, that's not. I mean, I doubt you'll have any sort of control over over things like that, like you know, chest size and stuff like that. That. See, and then right there, that's it's a bold statement post cyberpunk, bro. Yeah, I, I just well, so I've never seen anything like like Blizzard feels more like the Disney version of development. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely kidding. There's no way that they're going to, and I'm sure Pika would agree. There's yes, no way that there's going to be dick customization. In it. <laughs> that would be revolutionary. However, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I would 100. percent uh, advocate like that that should be in fully customizable games because but see there's nothing more immersive fully than through that. it should come at a cost like if you have the biggest penis you shouldn't be able to like run as fast as like those with like the small penis so like you can have the giant johnson but like it comes at a cost well, they need you have to put... an extra leg why wouldn't you be able to run faster <laughs> they... like a tripod <laughs> they need tripod. to put a like reproduction um, mode in this game that way you can bear children quicker and things like that as well so your fertility goes up if you have oh that's why i have four kids there you go <laughs> <laughs> fertility goes up with that so uh no i think I, I i would be very how should i say there's nothing more immersive or or even good for like playing out your fantasy <laughs> than being able to control every single aspect of your character including that man or woman but the difference though is is when i'm playing these characters i want to play as something that isn't realistic right that doesn't it isn't my everyday yeah so but it doesn't have to be like it's not forcing you to (laughs) i like i personally like i love to put my i love fully customizable games because i love to put me into the game see i'm the opposite i don't want someone that looks like me i i usually like this is a good question good topic to ask mm-hmm. when so you hebrew you've already answered when you play a game that has a customizable avatar or mm-hmm. character you you make it look like you so you're putting yourself in the game i i might make myself 15 pounds lighter but yeah i put myself in the game if there is an ab option i'm not gonna choose like a like a little bit extra stuffing on there like (laughs) but yeah everything else like yeah i'll be the same okay what about you pika yeah i have to say i'm the same way too like it definitely ends up looking like me Mm -hmm. Hmm. so i'm the freak here that plays most get most games where there is a rpg element I'm usually playing a female character. Really? Yeah. That I will usually that that for some You feel reason, like you should be a female character? No, hell no. No. <laughs> here's my think here's my thinking behind it. I I it's like I know what I what I look like. I know what, you know, I always see men running around kicking ass in games mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? Wait, let so, me ask this. Let me ask this mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. you continue. 
are you the guy that goes up and pretends to be a woman to get no. free shit from the other guy? No, no. There, there is a funny story when I played Final Fantasy XI. I don't. I never. I never like said anything about you know what gender I was in real life. I was just playing and talking, and you know we. I was in a in a, a link shell slash guild or whatever, mm. and I would always just just chat with people. And then when it came out one day that i was i was a guy i think some dude just got crushed by it he was just like <laughs> like dude i don't you were his know. safety dude <laughs> i i don't know man yeah it was just like i'm sorry bro i'd never said anything about whether or not i was i just assume everybody and at that point in time everybody who was playing the game was a, was a guy if you weren't i was like oh wow okay great mm-hmm. but but the main reason why i play female characters is because i like seeing women kick ass Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, like a perfect example was uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. Right. Going in there with male Eivor and running around and having him just wreck Saxons left and right. Like, OK, yeah, fine, whatever. But having female Eivor run in there and do the thing, it's like this woman is badass. Don't fuck with her. The second thing about it is if I'm going to stare at the back of something for hours on end, can it at least be something I'm interested in looking at? Mm-hmm. right yeah I mean... so it's good that you bring that up because valhalla was the first game that i forced myself to pick the female character just to experience something different mm, okay. because i always pick the male character okay okay yeah see for me like I wouldn't want to force my masculine take on modern femininity by oh, choosing God. the feminine narrative <laughs> while oh, being Jesus. a man myself. So, <laughs> no, no, for, uh-huh. for real, I, I just want to be a badass in my video game. So I, I choose me. But um, yeah, oh, no, God. I like I get it. Like I think um, for me, it's like shows. I love to see that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, Snips is one of my favorite characters of all time. Um, oh, Ahsoka, I, I yes. told you that, yeah. Ahsoka is literally, like, the best. Uh, but for me, yeah, it's all about just plugging me into a game. That's that's what I am. I think the, like, I like to put, like, um, I think the most exaggerated I've ever gone is, like, I put some tattoos on my face sometimes if they're really badass looking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's about it. But I totally get, like, some... There have been some games where, like, it's obviously meant to be the female character. I still pick the male, but I do. I'm like, I'm like, man, like, this was obviously meant to be the female character, and I, it kind of sucks not being what the game kind of was built around originally. Yeah, yeah. I think I think one of the <clears throat> biggest um, examples of the opposite mm-hmm. was Mass Effect. Like when you got to Mass Effect yeah. two, one and two, especially. Fem Shep, mm-hmm. give me Jennifer, give me Jennifer Hale any day. She's a fantastic voice actress. And yeah, for real. I loved that. Was like the best part about Fem Shep was like, real good. Yes, she was so good. I think like I had already kind of gone, started going down, you know, that path of playing more of the female avatars before then. Mm-hmm. That right there just kind of solidified it, and <clears throat> and I see it more often where a lot of the female voice actors are a little are are. are better at selling mm-hmm. um the role and selling the character than their male counterparts which is interesting um 
not in the sense of like I think you know any any one gender is better than another, but it's just like why why wouldn't you get like if, if it it's it's voice acting? <laughs> I, mean, I wonder if they if they're okay with picking more like you know meh performances for for the men characters because they mm-hmm. or the male characters because they know like it doesn't matter as much, but for female characters now, like they purposely kind of try to get like the best that they possibly can to try to pull in that other demographic maybe. Yeah. Well, I think with, we talked about Valhalla a little bit ago, like a lot of people felt that the female uh, cast for Ivor was not as good as the male voice actor. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I can okay. see that. I, I, I think there was just some, like some delivery of some certain things and just how, uh, they came across versus the male version who had a little bit more nuance, I guess. I don't know. I I still played the female version of Ivor, mostly. Uh, Ranvi. Uh, shout out to Ranvi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you played the game, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I couldn't I, help it. I think part of my problem with that is, because I never finished Valhalla. Valhalla was one of the few, actually... I think I finished every other Assassin's Creed game other than Valhalla. I could not big. get into Valhalla, which is surprising because really? I really do like Norse mythology as well. So hmm. I was really surprised, but I think part of it was that, and I'm sure that this wasn't the case as you progressed through the story, but I never, like at the beginning of the story, I felt like my character was kind of a bitch. Like, <laughs> okay. for, for real, like he, he kind of got like fucked up like really easily. And I, in all the other stories, you're a badass right off the bat. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I, you get to a point <laughs> in Valhalla, like there were several missions where mm-hmm. the NPC would come up to me and go, okay, we can't just go storming in there. There's too many of them. And I'd be like, okay, you stay here. I'm going to go kick the gate down and just mm-hmm. slaughter everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll just do this myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, fine. Stay here, yeah. you pansy. I'll be back later. <laughs> yeah, like I know, I know that it eventually got like that, and I mean, like I don't know, but I I knew it would, mm-hmm. just because it wouldn't make sense to do anything other than that. And I'm sure he had some kind of divine lineage as well. Is, am I right about that, or or did he not? I not really. No. Well, did did you finish it? Pike? Yes. Oh, I, I I disagree. I think there was a divine lineage. I, I, I would have thought about... that there would be. Think think about where like how many times you you jump and what what the end result is for that character, right? Maybe. Mm. Sounds like we have a discussion after the podcast to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we could. Yeah, well, we could totally. For for me, like it's just yeah, like right off the bat, I never felt so like wow, this character is just kind of not cool. Do you do you want to know? Because I could tell you right now. Do you want to know? And we'll, we'll throw uh, a spoiler no, only tag because out like spoilers for everyone else. Like it is still like I know it's not a super new game, but uh, it's new enough. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm about to spoil Valhalla. Sure. If you don't want to hear Valhalla spoiled, <clears throat> stop now and skip ahead a couple of minutes. Um. <laughs> Essentially, what happens is you find out that uh, Ivor is the reincarnation of mm-hmm. Odin. Oh, well, yeah. So that sounds about right. Yeah. So and why do you get his ass kicked so much at the beginning? 
Well, I mean, it's but this is it. It's not the traditional Odin that we think of, like super badass, blah blah blah. It's like you go through and you go to um, uh, what we call uh, Asgard several yeah. mm-hmm. times, and throughout the course, like you oh. take a spirit journey and you do go to Asgard <clears throat> and you find out that um, the there's another guy who is the like the assassin guy. He is the spiritual or the reincarnation of Loki. Yeah, yeah. sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. So, but in, rather than, um, oh God, I can't remember the name of the, your uh, your adopted brother in the game. Um, oh, anyway, what, yeah, what's his name? Yeah, the 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 one where I banged his wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even uh, remember his name. How fucked up are you? Well, hey, you know what? That marriage was one based on power alone. There was not a lot of love there. Whatever and, you yeah. need to justify it, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, my Ivor was very free in her relations with anybody and anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you played the female Ivor, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. She did everybody. Um, <laughs> Somehow I feel like that would hurt less if, yeah. Okay, it's not so bad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, no. Uh, it, but yeah, he. But you spend the whole game with him thinking he is the one with like some sort of spiritual destiny, mm-hmm. from you know, um, planned by the gods or but whatnot. But it's been you the whole time. It's you the whole time, kind Sigurd. of. Sigurd. Sigurd, yes, Sigurd. Oh, Sigurd. Okay. Yeah. So Sigurd is not the 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 the, the chosen one as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So instead, you find out that this is just one of many situations. I think right where the reincarnation had happened over and over again. And it's just Odin and Loki and, you know, forever challenging one another. And, and yeah, the game, the game ends interestingly. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's why it's like, you know, you seem like you're such a badass at the beginning. You do eventually become like a super badass and it is, you know, heavily influenced by North mythology, Norse mythology. Oh well, yeah, of tra- course. Not just the traditional sense, like where Odin, the lightning wielding badass, you know, thunder, whatever is, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it just didn't grip me for for that reason. I like I I knew just as you said that like, it was going to end up with something like that, but yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't know, it just felt like such a. Maybe if I played the female character, it would have been better. I don't know, but playing the male character for me, like. I just Dude. could not get into it at the beginning. I was just like, all right. Well. What I find a lot of people have an, itch, have an issue with is the fact that throughout all of the Assassin's Creed games, the Assassin's Blade, mm-hmm. right, has to go underneath the wrist and you have to lose a finger in order or whatever to use it. Mm-hmm. And they immediately go, no, nah, not doing that. Puts the blade on the uh, on the top side of yeah. the wrist and starts using it like as a dagger that way and doesn't, you know, it's like. It bothers me. Whole, yeah, but the whole thing was like, wait, why would you cut your finger off to use this? Just flip it over, and it's but it still was hidden. It, it was part. It was that was a necessary sacrifice for it. It wasn't like, oh yeah. shit, we never thought about that. Right. Like it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was part of the yeah, that was part of the sacrifice. Yeah, because, exactly. Yeah, that was their way. It, but that but was it was also thing, was like, functional. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because yeah. then you could release the blade without losing like your finger anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you imagine the first time somebody did that. Oh well, there goes that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would have been me. <laughs> like why didn't you tell me i was gonna have to lose a finger my finger was gonna fall off on this one. i can't imagine how terribly that assassination would go the way you <laughs> oh what the hell <laughs> but yeah why, why couldn't you just lift your hand up right and then have the thing go through why does your hand have to be in the way yeah well it, 
I like you know those games are are so good. Um, whenever you play them through, Pike, have you played all of them? Or I have. I played okay, them all. Yeah. So you're with me. But so uh, yeah, then you played Valhalla. Obviously, you you loved it. I enjoyed it. I would have to say that Origins has been my favorite in a long time. I liked it better than I'd Odyssey. Agree with that. I liked it better than Valhalla. Um, I liked but, Odyssey more, but only because I really like the Greek mythology. So that's the only reason why. But I think objectively, Origins was a better game. Yeah, yeah. I like so I know that they like split their studio. Like there's two like locations like that head up the development, and I do prefer the studio that did Origins over Odyssey. I, mm-hmm. I've found that I've tended to like their or enjoy like their games a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that holds true to yeah. me. Yeah, fair enough. You know, you guys are all consistent on one thing in the sense that, like, most people I talk to usually center in on Odyssey or Origins being their number one, their pinnacle for the Assassin's Creed franchise. Um, and then you kind of get, well, AC, you're like, like uh, it was like Origins Odyssey. And then, like, right after that, I think is um, uh, usually, like, like, four is pretty up there. People, people like a lot a lot of people like four. Yeah. Nobody liked three. Uh, honestly, Brotherhood, <laughs> Brotherhood's up there for me because okay. um, yeah. I also, like, I did really like the story. I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was really badass because for the first time, you really got to see, like, a whole bunch of assassins work together, which was 100%. Cool. Um, but also, like, this is, like, an unsung hero for me, but I thought the, the multiplayer in that game was a fucking blast. I played okay. so much of that multiplayer. It's ridiculous. Uh, hmm. I actually don't know why they didn't expand upon that because it was, in my opinion, so fucking good. So multiplayer is hard, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but the way that they implemented it, honestly, it was so much fun, dude. Um, yeah. Because it was basically like you were trying to constantly figure out who was an assassin because they'd be hiding in so many places, and you would have like you know like little things that you can do to get out of it. It was very they they stuck true to like the fidelity of an assassin. So, like, you had a very quick window to try to, like, dodge out of something, or you could, like, kind of lay some some traps, stuff like that, to try to get people who would be lying in wait for you and stuff. It was just really cool how they did it. I had so much fucking fun with that game. Okay. Okay. I thought Assassin's Creed 3 was a fantastic game. Uh, yeah. I thought what? that was... What? What? Seriously? The storyline yeah, in that game was good. really solid. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm just like, anybody I've talked to who has been an AC fan is like, three sucked. No, really like so. three, especially mad respect to them getting authentic voice actors for the Native Americans and all of the dialogue Fucking being true, true to the culture. I mean, tons of points there. And yeah. I think Black Flag is exceptionally Oof. underrated for how beautiful of a game that was on the generation of I, console it was developed on. I don't even know Dude. where the Black Flag hate comes from. I only no, no, heard great no. things about Black Flag. No, no, that game no, no, was no, no, awesome. No. I people, fucking loved it, dude. People don't hate Black Flag. They hate 3. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've heard of, like, after the fact, I've heard a lot of people not liking Black Flag. And I, mm. that just never has... I've never understood why because like, yeah. the sailing and everything like that. Yeah. They oh, put the that game was awesome. So the, the, ship, the ship combat in that, yeah. the sailing yep. in that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
but I just loved like I would just sit out there and listen to the ocean and sit and then you get the shanties and then yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good dude yeah. pi- pirate life bro pirate life I... <laughs> like I am planning on playing Sea of Thieves um, with that new expansion coming out the new and Jack because, Sparrow yeah just because pirate Arr. shit is so fucking cool dude well the 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 it's already out apparently um, the expansion? I never got into, I thought it was yeah I thought it came out oh shit I need to hop in that though yeah I, I never got it. into Sea of Thieves I know there's a group of friends that I have that that have played it and I didn't have an Xbox for the last gen I just had the uh... PlayStation so I never got a chance to but I I remember whenever it came out like I really wanted to but um is it on PC too bro oh that's right this guy <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways we should probably end it there because it is yep, on that we, we're on 40 that minutes note. over we did bad this time dude we were doing so good at the hour marks uh, you know what i i think there's enough stuff that we we, we had to make up because pike is here we didn't even ask That's pike true. what he's been up to we just jumped right into do we know what he's been up to he's been we building do, legos but- and he's yeah, been playing yeah, games, yeah. bro. That's what he's been and making and making kick-ass graphics for people who are shitty at streaming. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fucking and, prepping for the uh, future rev right now, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, we we need to do we we. So now we're on the hook for doing Loki, MHA, and we're gonna have to do a future revolution episode. For sure. Oh yeah, for sure we're gonna do a future rev episode. Yeah. Yeah, and you got your oh, just sorry, you don't have yours up and running yet, though, Pika. You have to. So I am a uh, kick-ass level seven character. Whoa! Totally OP. Who are you playing? Star Lord. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yes. All he cares about is you didn't say strange. Yeah, don't talk. Don't touch my Doctor Strange, bro. You know, if you hadn't called him, I was gonna pick Strange. Yeah, I called him because I love you. I, I shined off. <laughs> Thank you. I jumped on that so early to try to make sure did. no one picked it. The great thing is that it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can it matters it. to me, and that's oh. all. Even if it's just like a facade, like it's that's what matters to me. I'm gonna get a better strange and then play him. Yeah, dude. Try it. Although, if you want. Although I'm I'm so invested in Storm right now, as like I can't I can't not play Storm. <laughs> yeah. Well, give me two weeks, and I'll be back, and we can talk future revolution. Yeah, right. for sure. Well, yeah. I think I think I mean I don't know if we're are we doing a Loki pod after this? Are we doing a quick Loki episode? Uh, no, no, we need Hooch. I mean, not Hooch. We need you for that. I'm Hooch. Well, I mean, we're going to be doing another episode maybe the next week, but we'll I talk know. about we'll talk about that one afterwards. All right. I think yeah, that's going to be it for this week, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We're going to be listing off the patrons again. That's what we usually do at the end of the episode, but we're going to be doing that again uh, starting next week whenever I have the list um, from Chew. So don't worry about that. We'll hop on it. And I'll give you another apology for not being able to do it this week or last uh, because of that. So there you go. But just so you guys know, um, once again, our socials for everything, patreon.com forward slash ANR for our Patreon. If you guys enjoyed what you're hearing, we have several perks that you can get um, depending on what tier you choose. So make sure to check that out if you're at all interested. And uh, don't forget to join the Discord if you want to join and talk to us about a bunch of different games that we have. If you go to the role assignment section, you can find a whole bunch of different games and sign up for things that you're interested in. And um, yeah, feel free to tag any of us in it too. And um, that's uh, discord.me forward slash A&R if you want to join that. So and don't forget to uh, h- h- um, mm-hmm. hit up Jewburger, Jewburger on Twitch, YouTube, Jewburger84. 
Right? Oh yeah, Chewburger is streaming uh, lately. That's right, Chewburger eighty four is back to uh, ye old streaming. So make sure to check him out, Chewburger. I mean trivia trivia dot com. Jesus Christ, Twitch dot com forward slash Chewburger eighty four. My God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trivia.com. That's probably a thing, too. It's probably end up going to oh, yeah. backlink you to porn or something. But yeah. Um, anyways, exactly. Um, oh, no, I accidentally landed on porn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's going to be it for this week, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, Hooch. Hey, not a problem. And thank you for joining us, Pika. Let's do it again sometime. I almost called you Pika because only because Chu's been doing that recently, and I'm like, why? Get out of my head. It's been like three <laughs> years. You'd think he could get it right, dude. Right? But, but that's the thing. Like, like we always like we never had an issue with it at all. And then all of a sudden, in the past like three weeks, he's been doing it, and now it's been getting in my head. I can't get it out. <laughs> that's right. I will always, I will always know it's Pika because of where it comes from. Yes. I, I, I don't know. You say that now, dude. But anyways, all right. Well, thank you guys very much, and we will see you next time.